The following program is produced by Sage Advertising and Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. You picked a great day to tune in to our show today. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm your host. We are in our 11th year of broadcasting our radio show every week, and we're helping more and more people every time help make great decisions in the process of buying real estate. We talk about investment real estate, but many times we're actually helping people with their first-time home purchase because that's like an investment too. When you get started, you've got other details to think about, such as making sure you pay your taxes on time, keeping your home updated and upgraded as necessary in a good state, and enjoying the home living process. When you've got your own real estate, it's a whole different feeling than when you are a renter. Today we have three outstanding guests in the studio talking with us about the benefits of owning real estate and real estate for investment. First of all in the studio is Michelle Hulbert. Michelle is a mortgage lender at Caliber Home Loans. Welcome to our show, Michelle. Hi, Peter. How are you today? I am very good and excited. We have great weather on both ends of the spectrum. It seems like spring, and then we get snow, and then we can play in the snow, and then (laughs) spring's coming. So it's a very good time, like all times, to live in northern Nevada. How about yourself? Things going well in the mortgage business? They're going great, Peter. Um, We are extremely busy coming into the spring weather. Mm -hmm. And, you know, historically, people complain about being slow in January and February, and that really hasn't been the case this year. We've carried some good momentum, even though we've had winter-like weather. Mm-hmm. So I, I look forward to a very positive spring. I think, you know, the the housing market is doing wonderfully right now. It is, and people can still take advantage of outstanding interest rates, although they can vary from day to day, minute to minute. In the big picture, they are still right near their all-time lows. It's really amazing with all that happens in the world that there is still such a favorable condition for getting a mortgage. Absolutely. And look how long it's been. Years. I think the last time we had rates truly close to 5% was in 2008 and 9. So we've we've managed to go for a pretty decent length of time with historically low rates. And it's been great for us. Yes, absolutely. And I know you talk to a lot of your prospects and clients about the benefits of homeownership and the benefits of investing in real estate. And you also help them find ways to purchase real estate, even if they don't have a lot of cash, not only with the mortgage opportunities, but you also have connections within the state, on the federal level, for all of these great assistance programs where people can get some uh, guidance and some cash to help them close their transactions. So later on the show, I want you to share with us what some of those programs are and what some of the benefits are. Oh, absolutely. They, I'll be happy to. Okay. Also with us in the studio today, we have two fantastic guests from Keller Williams Realty in Sparks, Nevada. First of all, Julia Kimball. Julia is the team leader. Welcome to our show, Julia. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. We had a chance to meet in person. It was a couple of months ago when I bumped into you at your office. I was making some deliveries there. And I really like that Sparks location. The Sparks has grown so much in the last dozen years or so 
it's like uh, you have everything you need in Sparks, and now with Keller Williams there, I bet you get a lot of people stopping in to see you at your office. You know, we do, and what's really exciting about Sparks right now is that there are multiple real estate companies lining up along Vista Boulevard, and we know from, like, real estate science that it's really good to be in the middle of that mix. We don't want to be the one-off, you know, down the street where, yeah. you know, so it's really good to be to, to be part of the real estate row on Vista Boulevard and Sparks. I like that term, real estate science. Uh, no one's ever mentioned it to me that way, but it is kind of like that. You do have to be somewhat like a, a scientist in a way nowadays because it, it, although real estate is still real estate, the complexities of buying real estate are, have changed quite a bit in the last few years, what with the housing shortage and with values changing and talk about new businesses coming into area. I bet you hear a lot about the technology businesses that are coming into northern Nevada. Right. We hear a lot about that, and there's a lot of buzz around that. And who can we talk to at these companies before they actually get situated in the area so that we can get some of that real estate business from mm-hmm. the management team that's coming in, maybe ahead of the uh, you know the line workers or, or whatever. And we're looking forward to um, getting some of that business. Yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be a lot, but it's always a little different than what people end anticipate, you know? Sure. Things change. I also want to talk to you today about the millennial market. There's always an interest in what the younger generation, the millennials, people in their 20s and 30s are doing, talking about, and a lot of mixed uh, information that we hear, read in the media about the millennial interest in buying homes and just becoming homeowners and then beyond that, real estate investors. So later in the show, I hope you can share with us some of your thoughts on the millennial generation. Sure, I'd be happy to. You brought another guest with you today from yes, your I'm office. Yes, very happy about it. Yeah, we are too, and we had a chance to meet just before the show and chat a little bit. John Catalano is with us. He's a realtor, Keller Williams Realty Group 1 in Sparks, Nevada. Welcome to our show, John. Well, thank you, Peter. Thanks for having me. Now, you and I were visiting again briefly, and you told me you've been at the office for a couple of years? I've been at uh, the Sparks office for about two and a half years now. Uh-huh. And uh, what got you interested in that particular office? I'm just curious to know why people gravitate to different parts of the city to work real estate. Well, when I decided to go to the Sparks office, it really had to do with the culture in that office and with Keller Williams. But uh, the people there, the training opportunities um, were really good for me. It's what Mm -hmm. I was looking for in a company to stay with and build my career with. Mm -hmm. And you shared with me a little bit about your previous background, your previous career. Would you share with us, our listeners, a little bit about that too? Uh, Yes, sir. I did 25 years with the Reno Police Department. A variety of assignments really got to know our northern Nevada area through Mm -hmm. being a part of law enforcement. Uh, I was very fortunate. I retired as a deputy chief with Reno PD. Oh, very nice. And you obviously like living in northern Nevada or you would have uh, maybe looked at a career elsewhere. This is a wonderful place to be, isn't it? That is absolutely right. I'm from Los Angeles myself. Yeah. Uh, grew yeah. up in Southern California, spent a little bit of time in Seattle, and you just couldn't find a better place to live, and in my mm-hmm. opinion right now, to invest in than northern Nevada. Yeah. You lived in Los Angeles, so I'm sure every now and then, or maybe more often than not, you hear people complain about how big Reno and Sparks are getting, all the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. In, in L.A., I started planning my day by what time I did not want to be stuck on the freeway systems, and you really don't have to do that here. You really don't. I mean, I, I saw a big traffic jam the other day. I was coming back from a dentist appointment, and, you know, it was stop-and-go traffic, and I figured, oh, boy, this is going to be like an hour. It took three minutes to right. get through there. <laughs> and it was like a traffic stop, you know. But it's very nice. It's a great benefit when people come to live in northern Nevada that they see it's a it really is the biggest little city it's got that big city feel but you can get around pretty fast 
Oh, you can. And you can go anywhere from here, too. If you do want to go to the coast, it's really not that long of a drive. Mm -hmm. John, you were telling me, too, that you not only work with first-time home buyers, but you do work with investors, multifamily. Uh, tell us I about do. What, what's your interest in that? Well, let me echo what you said. First of all, a house truly is an investment. And I know first time home buyers, they're looking at it as, oh, my family, my dream home. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's right now, I believe, again, the most solid investment you can have. Personally, I like working um, uh, transactions that have to do with 1031 exchange, which is the IRC code uh, 1031 exchange. Basically, it's a tax deferred, or I shouldn't say deferred. It's a way to sell an investment property to buy another investment property without being subject to those capital gains taxes. Now, Mm -hmm. there's specific laws to do that, but I love those transactions. And I also like multifamily um, units. And we work with a variety of investors when it comes to multifamily properties, whether it's a cash flow investor or somebody who's looking to build equity and turn the property over years down the road for for a different kind of investment. And, and you have to work with those investors differently, but I enjoy those transactions. The investors that you're working with, are they local? Do they Are they coming in from other states? Do, you know, are people looking at this northern Nevada area as uh, having some benefits that they can't find in other parts of the country? The majority of my investors have actually been coming out of California, and they're taking advantage of – well, for one thing, when it comes to multifamily units, they're taking mm-hmm. advantage of our laws here in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to put down other market areas, but our tenant landlord laws in Nevada have a great equilibrium to them. They they protect the tenants, but they also protect the property owners too. And if you have an issue, you can address it. Where in some of the California markets where my investors are coming from, They've had people not paying rent in their buildings for over a year and still cannot turn that apartment over. Really, because the the laws in that state um, are so favorable, let's say, to tenants, regardless of whether they're deadbeats or not? Yes, sir. That's exactly (laughs) it. Didn't know if I could just come out and say that. (laughs) Well, I can because I'm not in your position. But, yeah, you know, that's, that's true. I think there are people throughout the world, but, you know, we notice them locally when we have to deal with them that are just takers. All they want to do is take advantage of the opportunities and in some right. ways scam people. And, and sometimes the laws are so uh, weighted in one side that without that balance, you can be taken advantage of if you're not really on top of your game every single day, every single moment. Yes. And so in Nevada, yes, I hear that often, that we have this good equilibrium, as you say, between tenants and landlords themselves. And I think it's good because it creates an an atmosphere where housing perhaps is more readily available because it's more on an even playing field for both sides. I believe so. There's a lot more. If you just compare statutes Mm -hmm. um, in Nevada, there's a lot more common sense in our statutes pertaining to real estate law. And to be honest, in our court system, there's a lot more common sense too. That's my opinion, of course. Well, in working with investors, I know that a lot of people ask you questions. Maybe many times it's the same question, but everybody wants guidance. Nobody wants to make a big mistake on a deal that's 100000 200000 maybe the biggest transaction financially of their life. Uh, it can change their whole life if they get a bad deal on a real estate transaction. I've seen it happen many times, not only with first-time home buyers, but with investors themselves. So I'm glad you're with us today so you can share some of the guidance and maybe give us some tips on what investors should be looking at if they want to buy real estate. Oh, absolutely. And, and the key is 
when you're working with investors is find out as much as you can about why they're investing and what kind mm-hmm. of investment they're looking for. What kind of return are they looking for? Is this a person who wants an immediate cash flow that is going to be their income? Or do they want something that they're looking as a future investment for turnover and they need the tax benefit more than they need the cash flow? And, and for those different kind of investors, we like to steer them to different types of property. My name is Peter Padilla. I am your host here on Nevada Real Estate Radio with three guests in the studio. Julia Kimball is with us. She's the team leader at Keller Williams Realty Group One. Michelle Hulbert, mortgage lender at Caliber Home Loans. And John Catalano, he's a realtor at Keller Williams Group One. We have more for our listeners to talk and listen about investment real estate in Northern Nevada after this message from our sponsors. This is Patrick Allison, realtor at Ferrari Lund. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he helps me get my message across to potential clients out there. Thank you, Peter. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, H-U-L-B-E-R-T dot com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Why should you do business with Sage International Incorporated instead of filing a corporation or LLC on your own? Or worse, using one of those $99 plus state fee sites? Well, first, you actually get to talk with someone who is going to work directly with you to develop a business strategy that is tailored specifically to the business you want to start. Second, unless you know what questions to ask, how do you know if the entity you choose will actually do everything you think it should? like protect your assets and significantly reduce your taxes. For over 20 years, Sage International Incorporated has helped thousands of business owners put the proper foundation under their dream. If you want to get started on the right business track, schedule your free 30-minute consultation today. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. This is Sabrina Belechi from Remax North Lake Tahoe and Incline Village. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he provides great information to all of you. Street Smarts on the house. Hello, everybody. This is Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to KFOI 1060 AM, the Lotus Broadcast Station in Northern Nevada. And I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio, enjoying my conversation with outstanding guests every week so that we can help our listeners make great decisions when they're buying real estate and specifically investment real estate. One of the challenges that many people have when they buy real estate is they don't really realize you're kind of going into business. You are, in fact, going into business. When you rent out your first home to the new tenants, if you're renting it out as a sole proprietor, you have 
potential problems down the road if there's a slip and fall, an accident, any legal activity related to your home ownership of investment real estate could get you into major problems. The best way to protect yourself besides getting insurance on your property is to consider incorporating your real estate investment business. Now, there's all sorts of ways to incorporate. There's the S-Corp, the C-Corp, the LLC, the Z-Corp. Who knows? There's uh, so many. If you're not in the business of incorporating companies, you really don't know which way to go. And try and go in on the internet. Everybody has an answer. Challenge is, though, almost every answer is different. I recommend that you deal with a real estate investment professional, Sherry Hill at Sage International. For over 23 years, Sherry has helped investors make the right decisions when they're incorporating their real estate holdings for the benefit of the individual, the company, and the family. Very important that you talk to Sherry Hill before you make that first investment property, or even if you already own investment property, to make sure that you're incorporated properly. Call Sherry Hill anytime, 775-786-5515, and you'll get a free half-hour consultation. Tell her Peter sent you, and she'll treat you even better. I'm enjoying the conversation, as I say today, with three guests in the studio. Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. She's a mortgage lender. Also with us is John Catalano. He's a realtor at Keller Williams Sparks and team leader at Keller Williams Sparks, Julia Kimball. Julia, I'm glad you're here with us today. Thank talk, you. Talk to us a little bit about the office. You said that it's on Vista Boulevard, which is the main north-south uh, artery from I-80 up into Sparks, Spanish Springs, a lot of activity there. What's it like? How many people? A lot of people coming in? Yeah, you know, we have a really awesome office. I know everybody thinks that, and John alluded to culture before, but it really is true. And I think it's the culture inside of the market center that spills outside of the market center that brings people in to talk to the agents about real estate. It brings agents in to talk to me about a career at Mm -hmm. Keller Williams. So um, there's uh, a lot of traffic there. uh, There's, you know, not a lot of uh, inventory. So people want to know what their options are. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times they're thinking single family home when there are multiples that they can buy, a duplex, uh, you know, a fourplex and and more. So um, that's that's what our agents are all about is putting those um, buyers and investors together with the right property. You've been in the business for a good while, but does it seem like today people have more questions or want more education before they buy? I mean, look, I was in the real estate business in the early 2000s as we moved up to the bubble mm-hmm. and the mortgage meltdown, and it was a frenzy. I mean, <laughs> everybody, yeah, very few questions. They just wanted a mortgage. They just wanted to buy a house because they had plans on either flipping it or selling it to somebody else for a different uh, price down the road. Not that many people talked about keeping them long term. What's it like now? Are people asking a lot of questions? Sure. Well, what we know is that a buyer, for instance, who oftentimes, or a seller, you know, a buyer who has a property to sell, they think about it for up to 15 months. They're actually kind of formulating the idea that we want to buy a property. Mm -hmm. And so they do a lot of research on the internet. But as you mentioned before, internet can give you, you know, 10 different answers to, to, 10 different questions. So uh, what we find is that people come in and they have some knowledge based on what they have looked at on the internet, and they want to know, uh, is that really true? Is that is that property available? And then they're looking to the real estate agents to be able to help them suss out 
what is available to them and what direction should they take because they've mm-hmm. been doing their homework for a few months. Now they want to bring it all together and have it coalesce into a nice transaction. When prospects, clients are coming in to see you, they're thinking about buying real estate, are they in today's environment already pre-approved for a large part? Have they already talked to a lender or is that something that you guide them to? I would say we guide them to a great question is to ask who is who are you pre-approved with who is your lender mm-hmm. so that if they answer the question right away and they say it's Michelle Holbert from Caliber uh, Home Loans then we know okay that person really is is pre-qualified mm-hmm. uh, if they're not we really ask them to get started there so that then we can lead them in the right direction conveniently Michelle Holbert is with us today from Caliber <laughs> Home Loans so let me ask you the same question Michelle when people come to talk to you have they already seen a realtor or are they getting the message that it is important to get pre-approved first yeah actually they do usually come with a realtor at least if they haven't maybe been looking at houses, they have a contact Mm -hmm. that has either referred me or that has been referred to them by a family member. That's still really a big big draw to somebody, especially like a younger person is getting that family member that referred their realtor. Mm -hmm. So that's, I I would say, yeah, most most of them come in with, with a realtor already attached. Again, looking back at the early 2000s when I was working a lot of real estate deals, I remember that a lot of individuals were talking to realtors, looking at homes, driving around, even making an offer sometimes. And then they'd go to get pre-approved and they maybe couldn't handle that purchase. Or maybe they were buying way below their capacity and they had been struggling to find something that they thought they could afford when in reality they could afford more. Uh, getting the pre-approval really lets them know which direction they can go and, and what that investment's going to be. Well, it does. And you know, most realtors that I know typically don't really want to start driving folks around unless they're legitimate. Mm-hmm. So have you been to a you know, a reputable lender? Have you really outlined your, your programs? Because it's, you know, honestly, it, it, it can be how you negotiate the contract based upon what type of loan you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, do you need closing cost assistance from the seller? Do you need extra time because it's a, you know, maybe a bond loan? Th- these are factors that before any, you know, before any contract's ever written, the mm-hmm. realtor and I are going to converse about this to make sure that we're setting the right expectations and that the client, you know, is going to have the right program. The worst thing anybody can do is go out and make an offer on something. I get the contract and go, wow, this isn't going to work. <laughs> So that's so, disappointing for everyone. Who likes to give out bad news? Yeah. Right? So better to Not talk me. with your lender first. Julia, the team that you have at Keller Williams and Sparks, uh, diverse. You're looking for people and want to work with people that have good energy, good communications, good people skills. What are some of the other things that you look for when you're talking with people to join your team? That's a great question. So thank you for asking me that because I I talk to a lot of people every single week. And one of the things that I am interested in knowing is if the person is is learning-based and and coachable and trainable because Keller Williams is a coaching and training company inside the discipline of real estate. Mm -hmm. And so if they're not coachable or they don't think they need training, then – you know, they're going to miss out on an awful lot of what Keller Williams offers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very robust training calendar. Uh, we have um, – I coach the top 20% in my market center. And uh, there are outside coaching programs, uh, part of our MAPS program with Keller Williams. So I'm looking for people that really want to grow themselves and grow their business. I know a lot of people that get into the real estate business or the mortgage business and – 
they just get their license and then they hit the streets and they really still don't have what we call street smarts. And you only get that from talking to people that have been out on the street and can give them that guidance. So they're very hesitant many times. They make mistakes. But I know that Keller Williams is like a real estate university. Right. I have a couple of books written by your founders of yes. your company. And I've known for many years that that's really what it's about. Do you market that? Do you talk to people when you're wanting to work with them or even your clients about that education level that you pack into all the people that work for you? Yes, I actually do. So education is one of the foundational pieces of, of the Keller Williams model. And we actually have programs to, that answers the question – how do I take my business to the next level? So if it's a person who in our, our model caps and they get 100% of their commission after they've sold $2.2 million in volume, mm-hmm. and they want to take their business to $4 million or $5 million or $6 million, we've got the model that shows them exactly how to do it and then the steps of how to work the model. Mm-hmm. So that's very, very good for someone like John who's been in the business two and a half years and he came so, so, so close to capping in his first year and then he capped in his second year and He's all your cap now, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, that's awesome. But now he wants to take his business to the next level. Mm-hmm. And he can sit with us in a training class and know exactly what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Now, for the newer agent, they're they're licensed and they're excited. But they really have that deer in the headlights look like, I don't know <laughs> what to do. Yeah. We have a program that tells you exactly what to do, step by step. You're mm-hmm. going to make this telephone. You're going to write this note. You're going to send this email. So we can really take people from zero to a hundred very quickly. Do you have uh, training sessions, modules that talk specifically to the individuals that are looking to work with investors? You know what we do, and Gary Keller, of course, wrote the Millionaire Real Estate Investor book, and mm-hmm. we can do some tra- we do trainings off of that from yeah. time to time as well. Yeah, when people come to join you, they're new real new realtors. Maybe they just got their license, or they're going to get their license. Are they more thinking again about investors, or are they generally thinking about helping homeowners buy that home that they've been dreaming about? You know, I would say the majority, Peter, do come in thinking that they're going to sell single-family residences. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a couple of agents that have come in, and they've got huge commercial deals, mm-hmm. you know. And it's it's an anomaly, but it's really kind of fun mm-hmm. to see this agent who is not a new agent but newer to our market center. And, uh, you know, he's selling these really amazing uh, commercial uh, properties. So mm-hmm. that's really fun. Commercial seems to be really growing well in northern Nevada. I think in anticipation of the technology growth, but also in anticipation of people moving in just in general because no matter how you look at it, if you have more people buying homes and the community is growing, it takes commercial and investors to support that. Right. You're exactly right. And Keller Williams does have a commercial division. The other uh, the other side I'm really interested in is it, it is a specialty, and it's our luxury division. But with Lake Tahoe in our backyard, a lot of those properties are luxury homes, mm-hmm. and it's a real opportunity for real estate agents to develop that business and network with that grouping. It's one of the specialties that we have. You've got a great team out there. I enjoy always visiting with many people that I know work at the Keller Williams Sparks office. In case anybody wants more information, they want to contact you, chat with you a little bit about what's going on there, all the great things you're doing. What's the best way to reach you? Uh, To give me a telephone call, 336-3825. All right. We've got all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. And when we come back, I want to pick up my conversation with your associates, 
John Catalano is with us. And, John, you're a realtor at Keller Williams Sparks also. I want to talk to you more about the investment aspect of real estate. Hope you're ready. I will be, yes, sir. We're on our way back after this quick message. This is Julia Kimball, team leader at Keller Williams Group One Sparks. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is your definitive source for real estate information. Street smarts on the house. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Socotra Capital, Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269, NMLS 331429, MLD 4075, Company NMLS number 1142425. Socotra Capital, Nevada, Incorporated. This is John Williamson from Dixon Realty in Truckee, California. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Interesting and timely show on real estate investing in the Reno, Sparks, and Tahoe area. Thank you, Peter. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Well, I'm having a great time today talking with industry experts about real estate, real estate for investors, and financing for investors, too. There's many ways to purchase real estate. The easiest way is with cash. So if you got a boatload of cash and you want to buy real estate, almost anybody is going to be talking with you. But there's many times better ways to use that cash. Or many times you can find that you don't have the cash for the home you want, but you can get a mortgage. We have great mortgage lenders that we talk to every day, like Michelle Hulbert at Caliber Home Loans. But the mortgage process, in most instances, will take a little bit of time. Maybe three weeks, maybe four weeks, maybe a little bit longer if you have complications in your life, like you own other real estate or you own different businesses. And many things have to be checked out and confirmed before the mortgage is approved and the financing is on the table for the seller. So you could lose out on a great transaction just because of time. Well, that's where our friend Dave Washburn at Socotra Capital comes to play. Dave is a hard money lender, and he does fantastic work for people that are looking for investment property, and they need to pull the trigger fast. That means getting the cash not in a number of weeks, but in a number of days. They are so good at working with investors that qualify and that have real estate that qualifies that they can help pull that trigger fast, and then you can move on with your institutional financing in the regular time. So Dave's not looking for loans that last a year, five years, 10 years, or even 30 years. He maybe many times helps people with loans that they just need for a matter of weeks. Now, they can cover long-term deals too, depending on the situation, but they're really good at helping you get cash to close that critical real estate transaction for investment property. You've really got to talk to Dave to get more information, and I know you'll enjoy a conversation with him. Contact Dave at 
1-800-227-4990, Socotra, capital of Nevada, and you'll find his information on our website, too. In the studio today, I have three guests talking with us about that very thing, real estate and real estate for investors. Julia Kimball is with us. She's the team leader at Keller Williams Sparks, Nevada. Also with us, John Catalano, and he's a realtor at Keller Williams Group 1 Sparks. Keller Williams Sparks and Michelle Hulbert, too. Michelle is with Caliber Home Loans. Michelle, hope you're being and enjoying being on the show with us today. Of course I am. I always learn something new and it's just it's it's great to meet new people and find out the expertise in in our market. It's amazing. You know it. Hey, we talked about the investment opportunities that are there for first-time home buyers and I know you do a lot of investment mortgages too for people looking to buy investment property, but many times people need to get started just by buying their primary residence the first time. Yeah, right. Kind of like going into business. But like we talked about earlier, sometimes people just don't have a bucket full of cash that they can buy the whole deal. And it takes down payment to buy, uh, to get a mortgage, right? In most cases, you do need to have some cash coming in. In most cases. There's, there are a couple of programs such as USDA and VA that mm-hmm. you can get in with zero down. Mm-hmm. But you have to be a veteran. And you, in the case of USDA, you have to buy in an actual rural designated area. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't necessarily always apply in our northern, you know, Reno Sparks locations. Right. Um, in lieu of that, we have low down financing in the conventional market, mm-hmm. as little as three percent down, and we have three and a half percent down FHA financing. And so, for those folks that may not be able to come up with those monies, there are some grant programs available through the state that fund up to five percent towards the down payment and closing costs. Mm -hmm. And for that, the client is taking a slightly above market interest rate, Mm -hmm. but they're also getting their down payment and closing costs paid for. So that can be a great way to become a first-time home buyer. There are some stipulations. You have income stipulations that you can't exceed. Um, Sales price stipulations usually aren't an issue, but um, we, we do a lot of these loans. A lot of the old-timers that I chat with, people in their now 70s, 80s, um, we talk to them about the financing opportunities that are there now for today's buyers. And people, yes, sometimes people do want to buy property even in their 70s and 80s. Sure. And they're, they're surprised that you can get into a mortgage for so little down. In those days, when they were buying, many of them tell me, you needed at least 20% down or even 25% down to get into any kind of a mortgage. And now it's it's really a fraction uh, a lot of people can find ways to gather 3%, 3.5%, 5%. In the big picture, it's really not that much money. Well, it's not. And gifts are are an option. We have a lot of clients that will still borrow or withdraw from a 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways that you can bring that money to the table. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have sellers that will pay. You can negotiate some of the, the closing costs being paid for by a seller. Mm-hmm. A lender, as you know, can premium price a loan, meaning you take a slightly above market interest rate for the benefit of having the lender contribute to your closing costs. Mm. Those we still do mm-hmm. all the time. So every deal is different, mm-hmm. and we have to analyze it accordingly. When things were going crazy in the mortgage world, and we ended up with a mortgage meltdown in the 2008, 9, and 10, a lot of people had, I believe, bought homes that they really couldn't afford. 
they bought them kind of on speculation. It was easy to get financing, and then they got in trouble. Uh, I know things are tighter now. It's not as easy to get those mortgages. Is it truly because the banking system, the guidance uh, that the lenders are getting is intent upon making sure that people can actually pay those mortgages back? Yeah, I mean, essentially the law is is you have to have, and this is, this is actually even written into the state bylaws, you have to verify a borrower's ability to repay mm-hmm. that loan. And the difference between what's going on now versus what happened in the meltdown is truly these are credit qualifying mortgages that we're doing now. They're based upon income verification, full credit verification, um, and suitable down payment according to the guidelines. Before, they they were not. You could get a loan even for an investment property that didn't necessarily vet your ability to repay. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous as that sounds, that's, mm-hmm. that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, or lower credit scores. Mm-hmm. You know, the one thing about numbers is they don't lie. Yeah. And Credit scores are absolutely indicative of your willingness to repay. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a it's a very interesting um, science if you want to study that. But I feel now um, people talk about you know are we coming upon another bubble? Well, yeah, we've seen prices rise rapidly, but we also have people that are qualified to make those payments within the marketplace as yeah. opposed to. I think it was in 2005, 30% of maybe 30 to 35% of our sales were to investors mm-hmm. that, you know, the, the house would never cash flow in a million years. It was all speculative. Mm-hmm. So when it did come down, it came down hard. Mm-hmm. And I think then speculators were, was really more the term because many people were, quote, unquote, investing, but they didn't really have investing experience. Maybe right. they were being driven by the energy or the media or by friends that were doing the same I think today's investors are much more savvy because they don't want to be part of that statistic that was there in the past. Absolutely, they don't. They are looking at, um, like what John said earlier, are you the investor that's looking at cash flow? Is mm-hmm. is this a flip? You know, Is this something that we're going to turn in six weeks or 12 months or whatever that number is? Or is it a longer-term hold? Back then, it was all about, you know, I'm going to flip this in six months and mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to take the money and run. Well... That was great for those people that did it in the early stages. but mm. So a veteran, you were saying they can get a mortgage with zero down. Yes. If a veteran is buying investment property, does that same process hold? No, it's for owner-occupied. Okay. Yeah, owner-occupied. And a lot of people don't know this, but a veteran can actually get a VA jumbo loan. They just have to put some money into the transaction. Mm-hmm. So if a veteran wants to buy a house that's Five hundred and fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have to come in with a couple percent down payment, and they can yeah. still get the, the the better interest rates mm-hmm. and you know fabulous terms on the loan. It's Very nice. But typically, if somebody's buying their first home and they're going to need anywhere from three to five percent down, if they don't have that cash, you can help them find other ways to do it. Like you say, with gift programs. Uh, grant programs, uh, and these are available. Are they just available in certain parts of the state? There's um, there's a couple programs that are only available in certain communities, like a designated rural. But then we have one program, a grant program that's blanket, mm-hmm. covers the whole state, regardless of whether it's you know a city the size of Las Vegas or mm-hmm. Reno. That's relatively new, isn't that it? Is. Because I remember there were times when there were grant 
opportunities in Sparks, but not in Reno. Right. And, you know, a lot of people say, why? It's, I can see Reno from here or Sparks from here. It's so close. What happened is in the, in the last year, they started securitizing. Um, so it's not technically a bond loan anymore. Mm-hmm. It's actually, it truly, it's classified as a grant. Mm. And they're sold on the secondary market, just mm-hmm. like most mortgages are. Mm-hmm. So it gives them a different... Um, set of rules where they can go into the larger communities mm-hmm. and you don't have to be a first-time home buyer either mm. in in one of the w- one of the programs i know you help lots of people with their financing needs and just with guidance on buying real estate because you've been in the business a long time this is your specialty it's your bailiwick if somebody wants to call you shoot you a text or an email what's the best way to reach you best way to reach me is 775-742-3559 well, we appreciate all the work that you do for your clients and the contributions you give to our radio show. And we bring in people to chat with all the time that have similar interests, like John Catalano. He's a realtor, Keller Williams and Sparks. John, you work with investors too yourself. That's kind of a, one of your specialties. Yes, I do. I enjoy that quite a bit. Yeah. Do you do uh, like the typical investors, homes, Sparks, um, duplex, threeplex, fourplex, or do you actually go multifamily beyond that? Well, and and I've worked with investors that have their own home in uh, northern Nevada and have up to eight, nine additional rental homes, single Mm -hmm. family homes. Mm -hmm. But uh, more recently, I've been working with multifamily units. Uh, I enjoy that quite a bit. And with those types of properties, uh, of course, you have to know your market. But you also have to know the investor. If I have an investor that is looking for immediate cash flow revenue from the property itself, then I'm going to try and find that investor a property that has um, relatively low expenses and that the rents are already at or at the top of the market because they're that property, we call that having a high capitalization rate. Mm-hmm. For people who need the cash flow as part of their income, we want a property with a high cap rate right away. Now, if I'm working with an investor that's looking to make a larger sum of money on the property when they turn it over, what I want to find then is something actually with a low cap rate. And the reason for that is there's such a thing as forced appreciation when you're talking about multifamily or commercial properties. Um, We value them differently. We don't look, when we're coming up with a value of a property, say a house, we're looking for similar or like properties to use as comparables. Mm-hmm. You don't do that with a multifamily unit. It has to do more with the capitalization rate mm. because it's so hard to find similar or like properties. Yeah. So if I can find an investor that wants to have an, a building that's really going to give them an appreciation, I want to find one that's actually has low rents at the time and maybe a low capitalization rate because we can force that appreciation. If the property has good bones, we can go in there and do some cosmetic fixes to the property and then gradually raise the rents, which are going to increase the cap rate. Once I have a higher cap rate, that property is now worth quite a bit more than my investor has paid for it. And that investor may not be as concerned with the money flow right away. They want to turn that building over a year or two down the road. So big difference. Yeah. John Catalano is our realtor investor expert in the studio with us. He's with Keller Williams and Sparks. John, I have more questions for you. I want to know maybe some of the better areas to consider investments or if you have to kind of sift through every area to find the right places. But we have to take a quick break. Please hang on. We'll be back after this message. This is John Catalano, realtor at Keller Williams Group One Sparks. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because of the amount of knowledge and information he brings to our listeners with Northern Nevada Real Estate. 
Street Smarts on the House. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R. Or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750, NMLS number 3199, and NMLS number 142857. And we are an equal housing lender. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Hi, this is Mary Winston, owner of Energy Masters. I'm on Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla next week right here on KFOY 1060 AM Radio. Tune in next Wednesday at 1 p.m. for this highly informative program that you won't want to miss. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're having a good time talking with industry experts in our studio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I am your host. If this is the first time you're tuning into our show, we'd like to welcome you, and we'd like to encourage you to visit our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. You'll see photos of our previous guests, get information on the real estate business, and most importantly, you get a chance to listen to all of our past radio shows. They are posted there as podcasts, so you can search and listen and get more information from all of these great guests that have been with us for the past years. Visit NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. In the studio today, I have three guests, and we're enjoying our conversation. Michelle Hulbert is with us. She's a mortgage loan originator at Caliber Home Loans. Also with us is Julia Kimball. She is the team leader at Keller Williams Sparks. And joining her, too, from the office is John Catalano. And John is a realtor specializing in investment property, also at Keller Williams Sparks. So, John, we were chatting a little bit going into the break about the work you do and how you like to help people with those multifamily operations. Why is it that people want investment property generally? Is it because they want cash in, uh, in a quick turnover, or is it long-term, or is it a combination? What, what are you finding when you talk to your clients? Well, Peter, it's definitely a combination, and, and every investor is different. You know, we went through a period where people were a little gun-shy, a little bit afraid to invest, and we've passed that now, and the market is, is very strong, and it's strong for some of the reasons that Michelle mentioned. You don't have to just fog a mirror, so to speak, to get a loan. You actually have to qualify. That, in and of itself, did a, a, a lot to stabilize our market. Another thing that we're experiencing in northern Nevada, we are starting to see a shortage in rental properties. The Mm. projection over the next two years is that we're going to have a severe shortage in rental properties. And I'm not just saying Reno. Reno, Sparks, um, 
Douglas County, Dayton area, because they're looking at cutting through the highway from uh, I-80 into the Dayton area, Carson City, all over northern Nevada, because of our industry that's building, we're going to have a severe shortage. So if an investor's out there and they're waiting for the stars to uh, line up to mm-hmm. pull that trigger, the yeah. time is now. Really? Uh, properties that are priced right on the market are disappearing quickly, and that includes investment properties now, the multifamily units. I've been driving around more of the smaller communities in northern Nevada lately, was in Fernley, Fallon, Minden, Gardnerville. Uh, we were in the Lahontan area not long ago. Uh, it's really amazing that those areas are not that far away from Reno, and I'm hearing chatter on the street that maybe that's where the big growth is going to be coming. How do you feel about it? I agree with that, I, especially the Fernley area. We're starting to see appreciation that we haven't seen in Fernley before, mm-hmm. and those properties, again, they're selling quickly. Uh, we see a lot of uh, single-family homes that are being purchased in Fernley right now by investors, and they're using them as rental properties. Mm-hmm. And even farther out, Fallon right now in all of northern Nevada, Fallon is one of the areas that have the fewest properties available on the market per qualified buyer. Hmm. That's a beautiful area, but it is kind of out there on the fringe of our local northern Nevada area. It is. But, you know, more and more people, that's what they're looking for. They want to get that rural feel without being like desolate, just feeling like they're so far away. And you can certainly get that. And we do have a lot of Fallon um, industry uh, Mm -hmm. when it comes to mining, not so far outside the power plants outside of Fallon. And, Mm -hmm. of course, we have the Fallon Naval Air Station. So it's a very stable area. economy right now in yeah, Fallon. A very, very nice community there. I always enjoy visiting there. You're with Julia Kimball, your team leader here. You guys came today. Julia, I'm glad that you uh, introduced me to John as well. We were talking earlier in the show about the millennial buyers. Sure. And I'm wondering, John and Julia, if perhaps the reason that there's so much demand for rentals is because millennials maybe aren't thinking about buying as early in their life as maybe the baby boomers were. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I have mixed thoughts on that, actually. Uh, I come from the Bay Area where millennials are just outpriced, you know, uh, out of the market. They're priced out of the market. They, mm-hmm. they're, they've completed college. They might have some college debt. They've got great jobs at some of the great uh, businesses, the Googles, the Facebooks, and they really still cannot afford to buy a home. Mm-hmm. Then coming up here to northern Nevada a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. I love seeing the young buyers coming into the market center, meeting with our realtors, and it just really makes my heart happy that younger people are able to afford homes here. Yeah. And I'm sure that with the price of homes going up, the affordability index is changing. Yeah. But when I compare it to you know, California and the Bay Area, it's much more affordable here. And it's great to be able to start home ownership process and then follow that up with investing, you know, as a 20-something. I find that in my long life and career, I made the best successes when I did not follow the herd of investment opportunities, be it with the stock market or with uh, collectibles or whatever. When you go out on your own, you set yourself apart and you, you look at things in a different way. Michelle Hulbert from Caliber Home Loans is with us. Michelle, you have millennial children, right? You have people that are in that demographic. I'm curious to know if when you talk to your own kids in that millennial range, are they talking about or thinking about buying a home themselves? You know, it's interesting. I think that the millennials today have, I I think, more of a want to get up and go attitude. I I mean, it's mixed, of course, just like in any any age group, but they like freedom. Mm -hmm. And I have, you know, it's funny because I have one son that he has no interest whatsoever in being held down to anything, at least right at this point in his life. He's in college. And then my Mm -hmm. other 
child. I, I picture him being a young homeowner. He likes mm-hmm. to be settled and know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I think it's a personality, too. Um, I've read statistics where the millennials like to be mobile. So if the right job opportunity comes along, they don't have to worry about the, you know, the, the house that they're leaving behind because right. maybe they don't want to be an absentee owner. John Catalano from Keller Williams Sparks. What I've seen with the young millennials is smart, a lot of education sometimes, but the lifestyle is the most important thing. So mm-hmm. if they can afford a little cracker box near that midtown area of mm-hmm. Reno, yeah. they want that lifestyle as opposed to maybe a young family that for that same amount of money could find a nice three-bedroom home in Spanish Springs, but it's in the school district they want. The millennials, though, they're, they're hard chargers and uh, they know what they want. It's important for me to get to know them instead of me trying to direct them towards what I think would be a good fit. It's all about them. But yeah, I I think the lifestyle is most important right now. So I think that urban buyer maybe isn't like you're talking about the millennial. A lot of activity around Midtown, even downtown, is having some more turnarounds here in Reno. The Third Street Flats, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. They used to be the old King's Inn. Oh, I'm very familiar from when I was with the police department. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was, it's still to this moment anyway, an eyesore. It's like unbelievable that a building like that could just be abandoned, basically, in downtown Reno, surrounded by, you know, the train trench, all the beautiful things going up, all the new uh, condominiums and so forth. It's finally turning around. What do you think that's going to do to downtown when it's done? Oh, it's going to infuse everything downtown. It'll, I, my opinion is it will even start to infuse prosperity in our commercial district downtown. You know, you go up and down Virginia Street, and there were so many vacant um, shops, vacant buildings. Now that we're starting to, uh, again, bring back the tax base with the residential units downtown, and you can see by the development, the, the, these developers see it coming too. You're a former police officer. Yes, so sir. I bet when you're looking at investment real estate, you're in the back of your mind, or maybe in the front, you're wondering, Prime rate, activity issues. The good thing is now, though, everything is automated with every police department in northern Nevada. If you mm-hmm. want to know a crime rate in any area, you can go on the local police department's website, and they will show you maps with overlays on what types of crimes happens in different areas. It's not protected information as it used to be. Well, but a lot of us are really busy. We're too busy to go to the web. Right. And many times we don't believe half the stuff on the web. So when we get our information from a great source like you at Keller Williams Sparks, it's something that we can really count on and know that you've done your research as well. Well, and I do. I'm st- that's still near and dear to my heart. And mm-hmm. uh, I look at every client as I would look at my family and where I'd want my family to be placed too. Everybody's interested about interest rates, but also prices of homes. I saw that recently a report from the Reno Sparks Association of Realtors had indicated that although prices have gone up substantially in the last couple of years, it looks like there's a little plateau there. Maybe it's a taking a good breath where we can maybe look and still get some opportunities there. I do. And, you know, we um, we had great appreciation last year. Uh, once we hit uh, the Thanksgiving time, things kind of leveled off, and some mm-hmm. areas actually did take a little dip. Uh, we're just now getting into that season where we're going to start, start seeing that appreciation again. But um, it's not like it was before. And again, with uh, what Michelle said, some of the forced appreciation we saw last time was because of those crazy loans out there that everybody could get a hold of, mm. and it forced the market upward. We're not seeing that, and so our appraisals for these properties are remaining stable. If you see something that's priced over the market right now, 
those appraisers aren't going to go for it. It won't appraise. And that's helping us realize a healthy appreciation as opposed to that crazy stuff we saw before. I like the way you talk about real estate and real estate for investment. And I wish we could chat more, John, but our time is short on our radio show. Maybe you'll think about coming back to visit us sometime soon. Oh, I'd love to. All right. And if anybody wants to reach you, what's the best way? Uh, My office number is, of course, in the 775 area code, and it's 336-3867. All right. We've got your information on our website. We'll see you again soon. Thank you. Julia Kimball has also been with us from Keller Williams Sparks. Julia is the team leader. Any final thoughts for our listeners, Julia? Well, I would just like to give a little plug to the uh, Sparks Market Center. We're growing. We have, we're very vibrant. We have a great agent mix. And uh, when you were talking about the millennials, I am really proud of the millennial agents that we have in our office. They have a lot of energy. And, uh, yeah, come on into the Market Center. Give us a call. My number is 775-336-3825. And we'd love to see you back here, too. I'd love to come. Thank you for having me. Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. It's always a pleasure. I felt like we had a lot of good energy in here today. It's uh, nice to have new faces with uh, a diverse talent. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Yeah, we enjoy your contributions, too, to our program. Michelle, you've got some great loan products, many more, I know, than we even had a chance to talk to our listeners about today. But we're, we're confident people will be wanting to reach out to you and find out more. One more time, your best contact information. It's 775-742-3559 or michelle.hulbert at caliberhomeloans.com. And I know you have my information on the website as well. Thank you very much. I absolutely do. I would like to thank our listeners for tuning in. My name is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Please tell your friends, your family, your loved ones, anybody that is interested in buying real estate, They want to make sure they make the right decision and get the best value. So have them tune into our show, too. Next week, same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.